0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit gutterhelmetindy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetindy.com.
1: So the shooter had a laptop and a cell phone. Good morning. It is nine thirty It is the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC. Rob has the day off, and Guy Relford is here. All right. Guy, this is uh, this is your area. So let's talk about the Greenwood Mall shooter. He had a cell phone. Cops were hoping it would lead to his motive. It didn't produce any. And uh, so I'm curious, how often do we see manifestos or get answers? And why? I mean, I understand the curiosity, the, the desire to know. Do we ever really get an answer in a situation like what happened at the Greenwood Mall?
0: Yeah, you know it, it's interesting. It, it, sometimes we do, uh, and you know we have had uh, people leave behind manifestos. A lot of times they're rambling and somewhat mm-hmm. incoherent, but at least you can decipher what was driving this person. In the sense of you know were they a racist? Uh, were they a homophobe? You know were you know were were they um, uh, uh, a supporter of Al Qaeda? You know we saw that at the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, um, where he was he, he was anti gay and he was also supposedly. Uh, a, f- a follower uh, of Al Qaeda and did that in the name of Al Qaeda. So that mm-hmm. there, there are some things there. Theoretically, if you. If if law enforcement can identify a motive, that that may help them uh, look for other people with similar motives. It may help make help them theoretically stop an, another mass shooting in the, in the, in the future. I think it's more than anything for closure. I think just you know the community is curious, uh, the the families, the victims are curious. You know mm-hmm. why did my loved one die? Yeah. Why why did this person kill my loved one? Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, I would have an interest in knowing an answer to that question if I were a member of the victim's family. It's, I don't know if closure is the right word, but at least answering some of those otherwise unanswered questions has a value. And and what was going on and and the reason there was just a press conference yesterday by uh, Greenwood Police Chief James Ison. Who, by the way, is a is a is an excellent cop, and he, and he's done an excellent job throughout a very difficult circumstance around this Greenwood Park Mall shooting, and I really have a lot of respect for him and uh, his deputy chief uh, is also an outstanding individual, and and, I, and Jay Arnold is his name, and at any rate. Um, The reason they had this press conference yesterday, and the reason they had it five months after the shooting, the shooting was July 17th Mm -hmm. of this year. Well, what was going on, and you alluded to this uh, as you opened the story, and that is that they wanted to essentially announce the results, the conclusion right. yeah. of their investigation, and they they couldn't do that without getting as much information as they possibly could, both off the the bad guys. And I, and I don't use these guys' uh, names. I, I don't mass shooters. Yeah, uh, no, I haven't said it. Uh, they're his name after either. notoriety, and this yeah. guy was. He was infatuated with mass shootings. He was a student of mass shootings. I mean that 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 came out um, through the investigation, uh, and essentially going through the guy's social media post.
1: Well, right that, that that they found that he liked talking about tactics and motives and yes. details of other mass shootings. Exactly how many
0: occurred in a gun free zone because mm-hmm. you don't expect to get a an, you know an armed resistance in a gun free zone. And, and and what was interesting about his social media is he wasn't necessarily advocating uh, you know a mass shootings. He, he wasn't. He, he wasn't expressing admiration for mass shooters and that's why it never really tipped law enforcement off he was just more or less a student of them mm. he was also uh, apparently infatuated with uh, Nazi Germany mm. and he had he had usernames and email addresses that talked about uh, the the greater Third Reich and, and crazy stuff like that but it, he wasn't so much advocating or expressing admiration so it didn't tip off law enforcement and but at any rate the 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 conclusion uh, of the investigation which was announced yesterday it, it happened because um, they, they wanted to draw the investigation to a close, to a large degree. They also wanted to announce what they did or didn't get off the electronic devices of the bad guy, the shooter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, they,
1: apparently he, he threw his cell phone in a toilet.
0: Yeah, he, his cell phone was in the toilet um, for an hour uh, during the shooting and and, and before, because this guy sat in a bathroom for an hour in the Greenwood Park Mall before he emerged from the bathroom and started shooting. They were able to dry out mm-hmm. and start the cell phone. The laptop had been placed in an oven with a a can of butane in the guy's apartment oh, wow. and the oven heated up enough where the butane exploded and mm-hmm. it destroyed the hard drive. They couldn't get anything off the computer. But they did, uh, they were able to, to dry out and start the phone, except it's an iPhone and right. and, it, and it's encrypted. They can't open it.
1: And so there's like a million different uh, literally possible Literally a million passwords. different yeah. uh,
0: combinations to open it up. It's hooked up to a program that randomly or sequentially feeds in these different combinations, but there's over a million potential combinations. And once you feed four wrong ones in, the phone shuts down. So, you got to restart the phone and start over. This can literally take two or three years. They finally said, look, it's gone on long enough. Mm -hmm. And it was a newer phone. They didn't think there was going to be that much on it. And they they got so much information off his social media. They said, hey, let's announce the conclusion. Let's give some... Explanations, if not closure, to the families, uh, and they also wanted to announce um, that uh, that even though uh, my client uh, Elijah Dick and mm-hmm. uh, used deadly force, right, and 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 took the the bad guy's life, that there would obviously not be any charges against him. That not only was he acting lawfully under Indiana's uh, self defense law, that also includes the right to defend others, uh, but also uh, that he's a hero. And mm-hmm. they 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 regularly. Um, uh, praised him during the the investigation, and they certainly did multiple times during the news conference yesterday at the Greenwood uh, uh, town center, city center, uh, that he's a hero. And in fact, at one point, one of the reporters there said, well, what do you say to the people of Greenwood? I mean, how how can we feel safe when we go out in public or even go to the mall, you know, Mm -hmm. here during Christmas shopping? And uh, and, uh, the chief said, Chief Eisen said, I think something very poignant. He said, Listen, he said, these things can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very rare events, but yes, it happened here. And he said, You know, you, you, you can't walk around in fear. You have to re- live your life. Yeah. And cops can't be everywhere at the same time. And then he said, You know, and sometimes uh, what you really need. Isn't Elijah Dickon who's mm. there, who's willing to take heroic action to save lives? Okay. And that, that, that meant a lot to me that he said that.
1: Now, you you spoke at the press conference, and we're going to share that later in the show. But I wanted to mention the T-shirt that you're wearing right yeah, now. Right. It yeah. says, says, 15 seconds, be like Eli.
0: Yeah, well, um, as the, the police have announced multiple times, um, the time from when the bad guy emerged from the bathroom and started shooting and he Mm -hmm. killed three innocent people and i I don't ever want to lose sight of the fact that you know when people are saying wow you know eli did this great job which he did and either eli's a hero and saved lives well he did at the same time i also want to acknowledge that three innocent people lost their lives that Mm -hmm. day and and we all ought to be cognizant of that and keep them in our in our thoughts at the same time um within 15 seconds Mm -hmm. after the shooting started uh eli realized what was going on drew his firearm engaged the threat and neutralize the threat. Uh, 15 seconds, and yeah. that sounds, you know, I mean, I, in a lot of training classes, you know, I'm, I'm out where you know we're trying to draw a gun and get a shot on target in, in a second or less. And people say, well, 15 seconds. You're sitting in a mall having dinner with mm-hmm. your girlfriend. Yeah, people are screaming, shots are ringing out. To acclimate to what's going on, get yourself in a position to take shots, take shots effectively, and end a threat starting at a distance of 43 yards away.
1: Okay, and you said you saw the video. I did yesterday. Finally.
0: Yeah, and other. Than law enforcement, I'm the only one who's seen the video, and police wanted to show it to me because they wanted me to be able to convey to Eli mm-hmm. their thoughts, and and they wanted him to to know exactly what is on the video. I mean, it was they did it, they showed it to me, not for my information is so I can relay information to Eli as his attorney and and it's amazing to me I mean I I'm a I'm an instructor I have been for 30 years I, right. I take a lot of training every year I've taken four different tactical training courses this year alone. And you said that alone. even
1: his feet were in the
0: right. Everything was right. Everything was right and and the police when I first told him or Eli actually first told him that he had no formal training mm-hmm. uh, their mouths all just dropped yeah. open because you watch this thing and he looks like a member of SEAL Team 6. He does everything right he, he engages from cover meaning he's protected mm-hmm. um, he braces against a tall, mall shot can, so his his, his shot uh, trash can, tall, trash receptacle. But he braces so that his his, uh, gun is steady and he's that much more accurate. Um, He advances on the target in exactly the right way after he emerges from cover when he couldn't um, he didn't have a shot from where he was because the shooter had moved trying to get back into the bathrooms. Everything he did was right. Everything he did looked like a member of a SWAT team. And it was really fascinating because he has no formal training whatsoever. And my only explanation and I, I've said this uh, to the media. I said it during the press conference yesterday. I, the hand of God was on this young man. There's no other explanation.
1: Somebody was looking out.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, so, no
1: so you're, are you going to sell these T-shirts? Fifteen seconds. Be like Eli. Is this?
0: Uh, well, yeah. There, there's we're doing some fundraising both uh, for Eli himself mm-hmm. and uh, and also um, Eli is a big supporter uh, of of the Second Amendment and gun mm-hmm. rights, and so we have a. Um, uh, gun rights organization that I actually started here in Indiana. It's a nonprofit. It's called the Two A Project, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're we're kind of splitting the proceeds. We haven't offered them up for sale yet. We didn't want to do that while the investigation was still pending. But
1: now that it's over, but now that it's over, yeah, yeah. we're
0: gonna get them out there. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, Eli that some of the support that he needs um, financially and otherwise, and then uh, yeah, and we're gonna raise some money for the Two A Project to, so that other people
1: mm-hmm. can be
0: in a position to lawfully carry a firearm and, and defend themselves and others exactly like Eli did without the Second Amendment rights that we have here in. Indiana, he couldn't have done what he did to save those lives. And we don't want people to lose sight of that.
1: Okay. So there's been this article that came out yesterday in the Indiana Capitol Chronicle, and it's talking about gun sales throughout the state of Indiana. And are they up? Are they down? We're going to get into it next on 93 WIBC.